Welcome to Whiskey and Windage, a two-way podcast for the people, by the people. I'm your co-host, Adam from Silver Bullet, along with my co-host, Mike from OCA and Matt from Burning Powder. Today, we have a special guest. He is not only the host of the Antihero podcast, The Tattooed Cop, but he's also our punk farm daddy, Zaddy, uh, and that's going to be Tyler. Tyler, welcome to the show. What's up, y'all? I'm happy to be here. Hi, Dad. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Hell, hell yeah. yeah. Thanks this for is, joining this is, us. This is a really good idea. I like this. I like this energy you guys have. I've, I honestly feel like this is the most I felt like I've hanging out physically with people, but you know, over over Riverside. But good vibe. Yeah. Well, hell the whole yeah. point of this. Yeah, the whole point of this is like we're all just sitting on the back porch at a cookout, or we're sitting around a campfire talking, like just chilling. Um, you know. Or in this case, it's Halloween, so we're all just like trick or treating as you. So yeah, we're just like our dads. <laughs> you are uh, you're our podcast uh, daddy, so we're just dressed mm-hmm. up like you. Yeah, dude, I, yeah, yeah, you guys are doing fucking phenomenal. The plan, the plan that I put forth about the six months and stuff, but I could foresee that happening at most six months. You know, so it's easy yeah. to see the numbers. I mean. Uh, and when I tell, and I, I'm not shitting on any other podcast, but when you tell somebody like, "Hey, this is what I did, and it worked," and they, and then that person goes, "Okay," and they implement that thing, and it works. It's like, "Oh shit!" It's like magic. And other people, when they're like, "Hey, my numbers aren't," and they haven't done anything you told them, you kind of, you know, so yeah. it's, well, it's a, it's, I mean, a it's a, it's a, it's a journey. You can, you can lead them to water, man. Like you tell me what to do. You've done it. You've, like you just said a second ago before we started recording, like a trailblazer, like on this aspect, you've got more experience than all three of us combined. So anything that you can do to kind of make it, make the road a little less bumpy, like we're down to, we're down to give it a shot. Like, you know, for sure. Why wouldn't we? It's free advice. Right. Free advice. It's always good. Facts. Facts. And uh, you haven't steered us wrong yet. Honestly, it's been good stuff. Like you have a, you have a product that's improving. It's doing well. So like, why wouldn't we take advice? And I think that's a problem with a lot of people in the two way industry bros don't want to like take advice from another bro because their ego gets in the way and like yeah if someone's doing something right man fuck just shut up and shut up in color sometimes and fucking yeah just try it well everybody's got to know their strengths (laughs) you know uh, there's things about as a as a person there's things about everybody that you're strong at and you you really succeed at and then there's things that you're not and you know just like you know I, i i i do have a knack for podcasting i don't really know what the fuck that even means but i i do know i'm 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 naturally good at it it's the best it's the easiest thing i've ever done in my life with no skill set like no experience prior to doing it and um i think understanding people and humans and this social aspect and social proof and social media and understanding that and then put stop motherfucker putting them all into (laughs) play i'm just kind of good at it uh, and better than i'm at at anything else so um and then I just wanted to pay it forward, man, especially to people that don't need to go through the stupid headaches of like, like Riverside, like I'm probably going to adopt this at some point over zoom, uh, because somebody was like, dude, you should do this. And clearly you guys are killing it with the, uh, you guys specialize more in the, um, the, what do you call this? You know, not physical podcast, but remote podcasting. You guys have already, you know, so yeah, well, it's so hard. It's 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 hard, and it's it's unfortunate that even before this this whole punk farm thing happened, um, it was a dream, and it was something that I told Adam and Matt both separately, like, "Hey, this is going to be a reality. Like, I'm going to do it. I had the name. I was ready to go. 
and it was just like, hey, this train's going to leave, and I would prefer it not to leave just with me on it, but if that's the case, so be it. But Adam wanted in, Matt wanted in, and so we had to find a way. I can't, you know, they're not going to be able to fly to Nashville every day or every week, and I can't go to San Antonio or uh, Idaho. So it's just like, how do we make this work, and how do we make it seamless? But also, same instance, like, with you and your guests, like, damn, it's hard to get, like, we'd run out of people. Dude, it's, um, it's, it's, yeah. it's interviewing most, locally. And, yeah. and, and that's the thing too, is, um, for the first eight months I did the podcast on my own and I started running into scheduling and I vow and I vowed to always have a physical podcast on Mondays. I love doing the zoom and uh, remote podcasting. That's just a little extra to bring people to YouTube, but the physical podcast was something I took pride in the studio, everything, you know, learning how to do it, being a good talker. And, uh, I was running into a lot of issues because I ran out. I just ran out of people. I was using people twice, doubling up, and eventually I was like, I need a co-host. And God blessed me with this whole ride because I live five minutes away from Brent Tucker. So the most oh, interesting man right now hmm. in, uh, on, on podcasting. So it just worked out. I proposed it to him. He was like, yeah, let's do it, dude. So, Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, that's... that's yeah, we've been blessed. Uh, we've gotten people that are reaching out left and right. Um, you know, a couple, couple big names, but for the most part, uh, very good quality content. It's not about it's not about your size. It's not about how big you are, but it's what can you bring. And that's what small can... people say. It's about how big you are, Mike. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's I mean, about the it girth. Has... Yeah, it's about so the girth. it's yeah. full circle girthiness. So, yeah, I mean, Straight it's like can you can you can you help us create a a podcast that can capture an audience and keep them and it's hard in an hour we get it like 15 minutes in you're going to lose some listeners 20 minutes in you're going to lose some listeners 45 minutes in they're gone do they come back and play it again later you hope so but you don't know and then you look all the way down you see that graph and you're like Oh hell, there's like forty people. There's like forty percent who like held on for the whole ride. I'm like, damn, I need to know y'all's number and like send you a thank you note because like you hung on like that. I don't know if I would have. So that's pretty damn cool. <laughs> I couldn't watch me for that long. I can, oh, I can Adam, watch my I can Adam watch myself for that long. I can oh, watch yeah. myself. Oh, Adam, Adam Adam loves him some him man. Adam, I bet he doesn't. Like, miss, I bet he doesn't miss a mirror. There's not a mirror he doesn't just bro. Oh, walk on. No. Bro, like, I own oh. the mirrors. I own all the mirrors. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, guys, with that being said, man, uh, Matt, why don't you kick it off? And uh, we got some questions to ask Tyler. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, we want to give Tyler his shine, but we're he's definitely uh, an interesting guy. So we've got some questions to ask. I wrote down a – I've been writing down a couple. Um, I'm kind of more of a, a collector, and so I'm really new into um, tactics and – anything above and beyond like standing on the line and mag dumping at trash. Um, I'm, I'm growing, I'm getting better, but uh, I, I'm just, I've gotten a lot more interested in, in gear and from uh, like, I want to know what you as a police officer carry every day, basically. Okay. On your, on your belt and your person. Yeah, so we just switched to load-bearing vests, which has been a fight in cop work forever because the argument is it looks too militaristic to have your regular patrol officers wearing 
uh, tack gear, right? What, what appears to okay. be tack gear. But doctors and chiropractors for the last 30 years have been saying you cannot expect somebody to do 20 years with that gun belt. It weighs 25 pounds. It's tearing people up. So eventually they, you know, every every law enforcement agency has to go through this process and pick theirs. But my, the one I worked for picked one that looks the least militaristic, you know. And so um, I keep my 45 uh, it has to stay on the belt. If you're on patrol, you cannot wear a gun up here. It has to stay on your belt. Um, and then I, okay. put, I put my magazines right here. Um, the problem with that is getting mags out of here is uh, I've I've found it harder while training because it, it's a weird position. So you lose that. You know, when I'm pulling from my belt, I have I don't know what you call it, but my arm goes all the way down and I have all that to pull up here. You're kind of working with T-Rex arms. And then there's, you know, there's the microphone for my radio and, you know, I'm always improved or I'm you almost have to like come out and back around. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I, I carry two mags. I used to carry three, but I don't know how many fucking bullets that is. That's 13, 26, 39. I mean, if I'm in, if I need more than 39 fucking bullets, then, you know, (laughs) so you go for a long gun, get a rifle. Yeah. Get your rifle. Yeah. Well, here's a funny What's thing. A pistol? A f- say, what pistol do you carry? The Glock 21. It's a hand cannon. It's the it's the full size. Uh-huh. Like the 45. Yeah, dude, you can't. Big boy. It's got the switch in it. It's got the full auto switch. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> here's a good story for y'all. Um, recently, um, LMT. So my agency issued us uh 1800 man. Out, well, LMT had to recall them all, and here's what happened. Um. They kind of knew that there was problems going around, but of course, it's a, it's the government. They're not going to let anybody know that, no matter how big. Uh, and see, they were really trying not to to fix it and just keep it contained if they can identify specific rifles. Um, a deputy went to shoot somebody, uh, a guy that was fucking crazy. They dealt with him as long as they could, and he turned the gun on the cops. Uh, and they they had well, that deputy went click and rap click. His fucking uh, firing pin was in half. Um, <laughs> so this, I guess, the head person in charge of all this at that uh, at our agency said, "I can't, we can't risk it. Recall them all. They took all of our patrol rifles away. So now they issued wow. us old Remington eight seventies. <laughs> so I mean, they're good guns. They're very reliable. But I mean, an active shooter, you want you know, you want your you need your a gas AR, rifle." So, Halt yeah. in the name of the law. <laughs> hey, 870's been doing work for a long time. Yeah. It has, but man. Yeah. Wow. That's man, crazy. That's crazy. And, Florida man's no jo- and Florida man's no joke. Like, Florida man's a thing, yeah. so I feel bad for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. So oh, yeah. They're, they're out there. They're, they offered to, uh, in about a month, they're going to have uh, qualifications with personal rifles in which they're going to go and determine that yes, it be sir. an okay rifle. Um, because I raised the question, I was like, so you're telling me that if I bring my own rifle to work and I stop a threat and save lives, you're going to write me up and possibly fire me because I wasn't supposed to have it. And it was crickets in the room. So, uh, it's just one of those things, but I don't think the, I don't think the backlash of the public would allow that to happen, but you know, they also, the agency can't risk, um, you going to use it and it being a piece of shit rifle and, it not working or, you know, there's it, a lot of liability and red tape. So 
Fun story. That's interesting you yeah. say that, Tyler, because I have a friend in San Antonio that I, I shoot competitions with. He's a uh, San Antonio police officer, and they are now authorized in San Antonio, I think it was a year and a half ago, to use their own rifle, but they have to qualify with it. It has to still be inspected. Yeah. There's a, He's actually the sergeant that... I don't want to call him the sergeant of arms because that's not his name, but like, he's the guy that helps like train qualifications. And they are now in San Antonio, at least they are authorized to use their own personal rifle on duty. Yeah. Well, it cool. sucks though. Cause if yeah. you get in a shooting state's taking that for evidence for as long as they want. Yeah. If you had an, if you had an agency rifle, um, the state takes it for evidence The agency issues, you know, the rifle that day, right? Yeah. Same, same optic, same everything, same light. So, your your own rifle's going, which you know, if you if you had to use it and you killed somebody with it, that should be the least of your problems. But it's a fun fact. Probably. <laughs> Can you imagine getting Tyler to qual on a crusty Romanian? And that's <laughs> why they do it because they don't want guys bringing shit like that to work. Like, not not, not <laughs> yeah. saying that. Not saying yeah, that's I bad. I would be that guy, dude. Fuck those I would be kids. that guy. I would show. I would show up with a Romanian AK, just like rusted <laughs> out, just like looking like a pile of trash, cut cut out magazine <laughs> and stuff. Oh, so let's go. Oh shit! I would love Damn. to see a freaking cop bust out a fucking AK and just take a threat down because it would shut it would shut people the fuck up real quick. It would. Oh, it would. No, that's all we I could just. I could just see the headlines. The AK. The AK market's already two out of hand. hand. It doesn't need any. Oh, it no. doesn't need any. Any. Uh, any publicity like that. Damn. They. They so, just wouldn't so, be in stock. <laughs> so if you're gonna qual, like if you decide you're gonna do that, and you're gonna do a rifle. Like, do you have one yet? Are you gonna build one? Are you gonna buy one? Or what's your thought? I do. Um. I. I know. Uh. Oh, you guys are gonna have a field day with me when I start admitting some stuff. But it's okay, I Tyler. Do, I'm poor too. I do have a I have a rifle. Um, I bought when I was in college. I bought during uh, I bought right after Sandy Hook, just because I've I didn't know guns. I fell into that stuff. Um, but I I knew I was like I needed. I had just gotten out of the army and I lived with my AR for a year straight. I slept next to it in Iraq. You know that you learned that that. When you come home, the weirdest thing is not having your rifle with you because it's just like you're so paranoid you lost it. You're like, oh, shit, where's my fucking rifle? So um, I wanted to build one. So uh, not build one. I wanted a rifle and I wanted a, a, an M68 on it, I did a red dot. You know, I think that's what they're called. That's what I had in Iraq. Yeah. I shot. I shot yeah. amazing. Um, and I just wanted comfortability and reliability. You know, somebody came in my house that I know that red dot's going to be on. And so. I do have a pretty. I think it's Dalton. Does that ring a bell to anybody? Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. Yeah, it's yeah. I Never have one Dalton. of those. So it wasn't the most expensive gun in the world, but I'm pretty sure it gets the job done. So I'll probably yeah. use that. Heck yeah. yeah! I mean, do you train with it? No, because I had my I had my agency rifle. You know. Uh, yeah, I never true. So, what's your agency rifle? What was your agency? Oh, oh yeah, trade the LMT. 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 Yeah. They yeah. pulled those. Man, that's crazy. Dude, they dude, pulled those. Dope rifle, bro. They handed me that thing with the grease on it. Still, it was brand new out of dude, the box. Yeah. That dude right there is an LMT. Yeah, that that's dude crazy. Right there is an LMT. Check your firing pins, bro. <laughs> bro, I I know, I know. Like it's, I think that um. Yeah, so when I buy mine, I literally build my bolts and my pins and everything. So everything's ordered, everything's put together. Like, I put it all. So, yeah, yeah but I'm definitely with you on that. Um, I mean, damn. but manufacturing happens. So, like, if you're a big manufacturer, you're going to have things happen. And that's why, like, in the military, like, when we got the new uh, the SIG guns, the M18s, and uh, 
went with those new pistols. We all had to take those and shoot 500 rounds through them on the first day. And then it was X amount of 100 rounds past that point to find fail points, to find the failures. I mean, unfortunately, when you're an agency or you're a government and you buy mass amounts of, of one thing, unfortunately, one or two could fail. Look at yeah. I mean, look at bad look at bad lots and uh, and um, product yeah. uh, b- b- so oh, yeah, exactly. like a lot right uh, you get a lot of uh, TVs Samsungs right they're made in fucking China or Taiwan wherever they're made they they come over here now you got a lot full of TVs let's just say a thousand TVs in this one lot that's how they're marked yep. every TV um well if one TV in that lot is determined bad they scrap the whole lot and it goes to lowest bidder. They don't explain what it is yep. or like, hey, this TV, it's almost like an auction. Boom. It's the lowest bidder. That's why you'd never buy from fucking Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that's all you got over there in Idaho, but. <laughs> I, I boycott. I boycott Walmart. Dude. I won't. Uh, I haven't been inside of Walmart in two years. Nice. Oh, right. shit. Wait, everything yeah. sucks. At Walmart. I, I don't go to Walmart. I won't. I, I don't won't go to Target. I mean, I won't buy in Target anymore. I won't so. go to Target either. Tim, where the hell do y'all shop? Fucking Kmart? Bro, I mean, anywhere Peter... Dollar General, bro. They got everything. Dollar General. In Texas. In Texas, every five minutes, you can find Dollar General. Yeah. They got everything. They're the Starbucks of of discount store. Yeah, like the owner of Dollar General lives like 20 minutes from the house. Like, he's down the street. Like... (laughs) They're yeah, they're fucking everywhere. You're like, all right, uh, frozen pizza, beer, cigarettes. I got my night's good. Like my, See, my whole night's good. No, good. <laughs> I don't know if you a, yeah. So back when I was in Chicago when I was a kid, because I was born and raised in the uh, suburb of Chicago, we had Farm and Fleet. I don't know if they had them by you guys. It was this massive like. It was kind of like before Bass Pro was a bass was a thing where you could go in there, you could buy your hunting stuff, you could buy your tractor stuff, you could buy guns, you could buy. It's like, like tractor supply. It yeah. was tractor supply, but at a Bass Pro size before Bass oh, Pro was a thing. But yeah, it was called Farm and Fleet. It was all super cool, but that's where you could buy all that stuff at back in the day. They don't have those anymore. The Chicago good old days. had Farm and Fleet. It's fucking yeah. weird. I most of Illinois is farmland. Yeah, I was in the suburbs, okay? Yeah, most of Illinois outside of Chicago is farmland. I was going to say, man, Chicago, but, uh, I don't know. It's just like yeah. freaking... So one to kind of play off my question of your of your kit, um, outside of work, do you carry a weapon every day? I do. Um, the day I graduated the police academy, I gra- I went and bought a bl- a Glock twenty seven, and it fucking sucks, and I hate it. It's like a brick in my pants, but uh, double Ooh. stacked. Uh, <laughs> Hot. I know that feeling, baby. Bricked um, up. And I just I carry that in my waist, uh, in inside my pants, so it's like the clip. Um, and Great then I, and I, season. <laughs> and then I have I keep two extra mags in my pocket, man. I roll very casually. I will never wear um like a belt with mag I'm, holders on it and shit. You know, if man, I man, so you're a forty yeah. cal. You forty cal. Well, the first agency I went to, uh, this, I'm on. I'm working for my second agency. The first one when I got hired, they used Glock twenty. Glock 35s, I think. 35s? That's I mean, yeah. 20. Yeah. So yeah. you're, yeah. So full size 40. Yeah. It was a full size 40. Yep. Yeah. I was going to say the first 40, the first 40 cal I ever bought was a 27. I still have it. But yeah, like I had to put the mag extensions on it because your finger, your pinky will fall off yeah. the bottom of it. Like, and then you got to do a lot uh, of craziness. Yeah. It's just, it's not worth it. I want to get me a nine millimeter Glock. So that's what I'll probably do soon. Or Honestly, you can get some just cool, having like something's better than nothing. Yeah, I mean, 
Tyler, Tyler, let's talk. Uh, I'm going to turn you on to SIGs, bro. Mm. Yeah, I'm down. Mm. Let's sig, I'm kind let's of a SIG boy. I'm kind of a SIG boy. All right. All right. So Mike, Mike <laughs> has all the Gucci. Mike goes like, straight Gucci. Or honestly, Tyler, you should just go straight to a staccato, and then you, you're just going to win. I once, I once <laughs> just, cry once, man. Just like Don Welsh, just EDC a staccato everywhere. Hell yeah. yeah just go out there yeah. to the beach. Go down there to... Go on, go in the Gulf, find you one of those square grouper bales, bring it back, flip it, get you some cash for that white I, power I, I, fish. I, I, to be honest with you, I think I'm gonna go high point. Um, I've heard a lot of good things. See, yeah, very yes. reliable. Yeah, you can it, <laughs> right? Yes. Fucking number you guys, one. You guys should, you guys should do yeah. a running joke where you guys promote high point on social media and let everybody go. Yeah. Those guns are trash. Those guns are trash. <laughs> if someone would I give see me a high point. I would do a range day and I would literally shoot the first round and then I would throw the fucking gun at the target. <laughs> like that would be my gig. Be I like, don't Here's see a line of people standing good. in front of them. They're not standing yeah, behind them. I would, they don't fucking work half the time, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I melted a trigger on one, so I mean, that's all I ever need to know. $80 that's awesome. what you get for trying to Cerakote a, a plastic trigger grouping. <laughs> that's so weird I'm to say, it. plastic trigger grouping. I know, but nice. it is what it is, man. So Tyler, so, Tyler, I'll go ahead, Mike. Yeah, no, go ahead. So Tyler, my question is: So I have a lot of friends in San Antonio that are cops. I shoot with. I have some friends back in Chicago that are cops, and uh, the biggest thing they keep telling me is, and it, it comes down to stats and numbers too. It's like they don't get enough like training, ammo, training time, and most of the guys that shoot well as police officers is because they shoot competitions and train on their own, and their buddies are like these guys. Like there actually was in San Antonio. There was a shooting a couple months ago on the highway. There was 30 rounds put down. Not a single one hit said target. Do you think, like, where you're from, are guys getting up trigger time? Now, granted, there's pucker factor, you know, all that stuff. But we're talking just marksmanship and, like, proficiency. Are your guys being trained where they should be or they should be should, should it be better? Um, unfor- for, unfortunately, for a lot of agencies around the country, uh, you will have to put in Budget your own cuts. time, your own money. Um, yeah. My agency that I work for pretty much, I mean, as long as you're not there every day, you get ammo to go shoot. Um, they, they, on paper, you're That's allotted cool. 100 rounds a month, right? On paper. They'll give you 100 training rounds. So it's not your duty rounds. And that's not a lot, but that's more than more, most agencies. And to be honest with you, bro, 95% of deputies don't use it. It's, free, it's ammo. And that's, that's when I say, when I say you can go and kind of get a couple boxes here and there, it's because no one's coming to claim their 100. So they're just stacking up on let's ammo. Let's talk, Tyler. Let's, let's talk offline. Uh, some yeah, dude no just shit. got fired for doing that <laughs> shit, bro. Oh, I bet. Yeah, 100%. I can away. make sure the whole department shoots 100 rounds oh, a month. Dude. He did that shit wrong, man. He's a cop. He should have known how to get away with that shit. Yeah. So, well, one funny story it. is. Funny story is he was married to a girl, um, was giving her dad the ammo, right? Step, you know, father-in-law, whatever, giving her. Well, then oh, yeah. he left that girl and went to another girl. So dad was like, hey, by the way, your fucking deputy is giving me ammo from the range. Oh, <laughs> that's but low. That's low. I think that's I think he would have been. Shit. I think he would have been OK water. if if he hadn't have lied. <laughs> uh, when you lie yeah. under investigation as a cop, yeah. you're done. <sighs> There's nothing they can do, but so I mean that's if you're yeah if your you're credibility is yeah. gone. So with yeah, that being said, so you so the guys don't train enough. It, two two part question: Is there a way for them? Is, should there be a way to implement like mandatory training or like more scenario based training? Even if it was using sim rounds, chalk rounds, like going through like 
those scenarios because like civilians there's always some amazing training out there they can go through that they wear the gear and you do sim rounds should there be something like yearly or every quarterly that yeah you think officers should go through yes i do um a lot of cops do but unfortunately we're the small we are the small demographic of cops that think you should put mass on and get on one side of the car and get on the other and see who wins right that is a training scenario that's used because it's a very very yeah. likely there's a very it's a high what am i looking for here it's very likely that you will find yourself in a shooting that close with somebody who's using your own car for cover or you're using right. your own car because you walked up yeah, to their and car. that makes sense you so, walked up to the door and you but yeah. Cops don't. That makes co sense. It's, it, you got to think too. This is this generation coming through. You know, if you tell me I got to shoot you with sin rounds, but it's to make you better. All right. If you tell Excuse a twenty-two-year-old kid, yeah. if you tell a twenty-two-year-old kid I got to shoot you with sin rounds, oh, I don't want to. Ow, oh, it hurts. Like, bitch, you're out there enforcing the law. About to, you know, you could die every single night, but you don't want to get shot with sin rounds. So well, I don't yeah. know how they even make it through the academy then, because once you get freaking swabbed with that freaking pepper spray, like. Bro, that yeah. shit. And tased. And tased, I right? remember you get tased as well, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you get tased. So I actually went through the academy, and fun fact, we were going through there, and right when I was going through, they outlawed freeze plus P um, because people were freaking getting sprayed with freeze plus P, and then they were getting tased, and that shit was conductive, and they'd catch on fire. Oh man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That was, that was not a good thing. Yeah, that shit was not a good thing. Thing. YouTube. Yeah, my bad. Well, it, and it's, it goes back to that adage of like they don't make a rule unless somebody's broken that rule already. So it's like, Ooh. yeah, and you know that's not the first guy either. It's like usually going to be like the fourth or <laughs> yeah. fifth guy. Like, well, this looks like it could happen. To, you know, this this can actually happen. It's plausible. This has, to be, on this, fire. this has to be on YouTube somewhere. God, I'm I'm searching for it. I want to find that in the oh, trust yeah, it is. It's it's pretty the handy footage. Notebook. It's grainy. Oh, yeah. It's it's kind of grainy, but I, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. Oh yeah, nice. So yeah, also, it's... Tyler. Um, oh, go ahead, Mike. No, I was saying it's freeze plus uh, P. Yeah, that's the uh, that was the that was the chemical agent, and then uh, you just hit him with a taser, man, and mm. poof. This guy, this guy's Oof. got like his Harry camera Potter. on the ground. We'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's made it out of a potato. It's kind of like a clock, but it's a camera now. He's my camera. No, it's just like sitting on the ground. <laughs> something. We're like, so I look ginormous. <laughs> yeah. You know, and Matt, yeah. Matt, you can fix that, bro. It's called the, the fucking gym, bro. It's called mm. the fucking gym, bro. Dude, I proudly fucking said no on your post today. Like, who gym today? I and said I, no, I too. too. No. I was like, no. I did, too. I said no. I <laughs> ran in the desert. I ran I'm in running the desert, a motivational bro. page, guys. Come on. I did. I ran in the desert. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck no, man! I'm tired. I mean, I'm not running today. I was up Nobody's all night doing. Me. Look, look, I was up all night doing work, work. Oh yeah, girlfriend. Ooh. Yeah, cool. Bro. No, ain't no girlfriend, bro. <laughs> Let me Wait. tell you. <laughs> I, dude, I dangled that right in front of but, you. You took oh, it. But to answer your question, no, law enforcement does not get the training they need because. It's a fair question to say, do you think that your tax dollars should go to train these guys to the amount? Yes, and a lot, absolutely. And a lot of people will say yes, and a lot of people are like, no, I don't want my tax dollars because I don't like the government anyways. So, you know, it's like, but, yeah. you know. It, it's instead it's of, the military, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Sucks, I look man. at it like, you know, you got to have training. I mean, in, you know, 
in offices you need copy paper and pencils and pens and tape. Yeah. You know, in construction you need like marking paint and you need hammers and nails and shit like that. It's like when you're a cop, like you need ammo. Like that's what you need, and you need gas for your car. Like that's what you need. <laughs> that's true. Like th- yeah. that's it. Like that's those are like the requirements. Yeah, I think no, ammo in in combination with some more de-escalation classes, like uh, on Tyler's podcast, they you guys show cops who are acting out of pocket all the time, and I I applaud you guys for calling those people out, even though they're peers of yours. Sometimes you said, it, the, you said the D word, man. I hate de-escalation, but I hate no, no, fucking breach the door. Just go. <laughs> no, I know. And only because de-escalation has been working forever. It's called being a human being and talking with somebody. But exactly. of course they've, they've got to put a label on it. So de-escalate. Right. Now you got to de I can't de-escalate somebody with a knife that's walking towards me. But uh, the, the perception of the, of the public is like, yes, you did can. you try de-escalation? Hey. Yeah, right. escalated the Got shit it. out of that. But amen, amen. <laughs> and and, and I, and plus P. most of the stuff that I see of of cops having to use force, even just like uh, in in holding someone down or taking them to the ground, I think they're way more than justified. Uh, yeah. Especially in, in most instances, and in pulling the trigger too. But there's there there definitely is some that that set a bad example of like you took that. You made that worse than it needed to be. Yeah, exactly. You're a hundred percent. And it's right. a tough job. Yeah. I can't judge anybody. I and that I, and that that's what happens when you job. ask 22 year olds to come do it. They just don't have the life Amen. experience, you know, to to go oh, talk, you know, to somebody like Mike, right? Mike, you're with those sunglasses on the way you talk. You remind me of Kenny Powers, right? And I guarantee <laughs> you, yeah. when you, <laughs> fuck yeah, when Mike, when Mike's got a little bit of whiskey in him, and he's in his environment. He's having a good time. Mike has a little whiskey in yeah, it. Oh, you, yeah. You know, the, if the cops get called onto your property for whatever reason, noise complaint, argument, you know, whatever, discharging guns up in the air, whatever I you guys I know do. my rights. Hey, <laughs> that guy, I'm telling you, you could be pro-law enforcement all you want, but I'm the same way. If I'm having a good time and a guy in a uniform comes up to me on my property, you better be a little cordial. Better be a human and talk mm-hmm. to me like, hey, this is, and I do that with everybody. Yeah. Hey, man, and I'll be honest with you, dude. <laughs> fucking neighbor's called. Um, I need you to turn it down, man. It's out of my hands. I didn't come looking for this, and I'm really sorry. But you know, yeah. and they're like, "You're yeah, talking to I'll me all down. wrong. Why don't you go back over there and walk back and try this again, Mister Government <laughs> Bot?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah nice. No, I mean, but see, like I grew up, you know, in a law enforcement family. My dad started in '78, and he put his time in in Metro Nashville. I've got a, uh, I've got a brother-in-law who is who was on SWAT in an outside county, um, in a city outside of Nashville. And now he's a detective there. Like I said, I went through the Academy, like, you know, it's in our blood. My, my wife's dad was highway patrol. Like we, we, you know, like we grow up, like we're pro blue. Like we know that, like we support, we back the blue, but man, I stopped because it's fucking too political. Like, mm-hmm. it, yeah. In in Nashville, I'm not going to speak for everywhere, but in Nashville, it's like, hey, if you if you don't agree with the guy who's above you, he's going to make your life hell, and you're going to be a beat cop forever. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're not going to be not that I'm like an action junkie or think I'm a badass, but at the same time, you're not a cop like you were in the '80s or the '90s. You know, I know stories of you know pulling over, you know 
drunk drivers and drunk drivers saying, I really don't want to go to jail. And basically cops saying, okay, fine. Like, let's just go over here and pull off in the parking lot. We're going to go ahead and get us. Uh, I'm going to get another cop here and he's going to be the referee and me and you're going to fist fight. Yeah. And if you whip my ass, you can go on. Or, but if or, I win, or, you're going to jail. Or you back in the day, this wasn't too long ago, maybe 10 years ago before body cams, you take their keys and you go, by the time you find these keys, you're going to be sober. And you throw them as hard as you can in the woods. And they'll find their keys, <laughs> but they'll be sober. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, but like you said, now in the days of body cams, um, police are criticized. You know, you're, you're about as, not quite, but you're about as criticized as, you know, your favorite team's quarterback on Sunday. Yeah. Like, it's, everybody it's easy to be a cop from the recliner it's yeah. easy to be a cop from the kitchen table Amen. and it's damn sure easy to be a cop even if you're a cop it's easy to be a cop 24 hours later yeah there's always oh, right. the all we do is fucking judge each other <laughs> Idiot. Yeah, but it's, you have yeah you're fucking you have instincts and you have fractions of seconds to make a decision and sometimes you're wrong i mean it just it happens or i say this all the time sometimes you're right but it looks bad and people you know you don't when you go you don't go watch your fucking sausage get made and grind it up you know you buy it and you eat it because that's what you want you don't not everybody needs to see you know it's like i always think of like cops as like my parents when i was growing up right like i was 16 i started questioning things but my parents didn't have to fucking tell me everything. It's their, it was their job to protect me, right? So mm-hmm. I don't get to put a body cam on my parents. You know, this is getting kind of weird. Never mind. But you get what oh, I'm saying. Oh, you wanted to watch that? <laughs> Hell yeah. Who wants that? All right. All right. So hey. So all right. I got a would you rather then. You just went in on it. So oh shit. I'm like, here. would you here rather? Here you're you're me. Oh, all right. So here's the would you rather. Tyler, would you rather watch your parents? I'm gonna be nice. Have sex Ooh. every every night for the rest of your life. Oh no! Or or join in once and never have to watch again. Can I kill myself? No, <laughs> suicide's not an option. Never one plus one can kill one. Oh man! God, that's a terrible thing. Spicy in I th- here. I, th- I think that uh, you could you could get used to. Get used to constant trauma. You can't get over one awful traumatic incident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fact, I'll put I'm it on the TV, but it's on mute, and I'm it's doing your, my yeah. chores. Yeah, Bro, I can't. I could. There's not enough. I don't have enough money for the psychiatrist. So I could uh, cheer I'm my dad on every somebody. night. I would cheer my dad on every night. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, you're my favorite hype Adam, man, bro. No, Adam would be. You're like, my favorite oh, hype no, man, bro. Adam's gonna be like. Hold on, Dad. Let me get the ring light. Yeah. Oh, that's a good angle for the gram. Picking it to her, bro. <laughs> got you, bro. Got hey, you. Hey, what's up? What's up? Silver bullet here. What's Watch right? your dad go down. <laughs> Again. Let's go. <laughs> we got Dad holding a mean angle. <laughs> Damn. Except what you guys don't know is I now accept Tyler as my dad, so it's kind of weird <laughs> now. All right, well. Podcast daddy. <laughs> Hell yeah. 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 So Tyler, I got one last question before uh, Mike uh, has his fun. So have you guys authorized red dots on your pistols yet? Because in San Antonio, they just authorized it. And if they did, are they going to like allow guys to uh, train on it? Or are they going to let these guys put red dots on with, with no training? Because that could be a horrible thing. 
That's a great um, question. Um, so as of right now, um, the only people in our agency that has red dots are SWAT. Um, I did a stint with the team for a while. Um, so I got I got issued a red dot and I had uh, went to take a two day course. Essentially, uh, anybody at our agency has to go get certified in red. red I don't know if it's by the company or it's just a course to say, but you spend two full eight hour days working the red dot because as you guys that's know, good. you got, yeah, once you good. find the red dot, you can shoot a Coke can off a post a hundred yards away, but that the problem yeah. is picking it up. It's just so unnatural practice, when you're used to practice. iron sights. It's that yeah. practice. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it was just thousands. It's probably like a thousand rounds of just picking it up, picking it up, picking it up. And, uh, yep. and then maintenance, um, working, working with water on it, you know, if it rains, stuff like that. But, Angles, you know, one of the big, like one of the biggest thing yeah. when we uh, when we sit with our holsters, right? Our gun is up, so um, our holsters, you it's optional, but you should have a hood on it, not not for somebody getting your gun, but because of all the dust and shit that falls on your, you yeah. know, you don't pull your gun out of the holster for all a the week. Donut, donut dust, right? <laughs> sprinkles, <Nope>. you know, white <laughs> 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 powder sugar and shit, powdered sugar. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, powder sugar will jam a Damn, slider. Quicker. Somebody had to drop a cop joke, I guess. <laughs> I had to. I had to. But uh, no, that yeah, makes oh, sense. But the the agency is going to them. Uh, it was a, it was decided nice. that um I don't know why. I don't know if it's just they're trying to get in current times, but or maybe like you said, they're sick of people putting thirty rounds down range and not hitting shit. So, um, but there every single person is going to have to go through a two day course and qual with uh, the red dots. Nice. nice. Oh, that's yeah. cool. And then uh, I know you mentioned SWAT has them. Um, bro, are you getting any backlash on that last uh, video you put out about SWAT? I, I saw the reels and. Yeah. I mean, I, I get a lot of I was heat. wondering. Yeah. I get a lot of heat about the SWAT stuff because um, SWAT dudes are, are, they're different. They're, when I say different, I just mean that like, they're very proud. Um, uh, you can't. You can pick on them on their own terms, right? Oh, big SWAT, tough guy, idiot, meathead. And they'll be like, yeah, yeah. And then you go, it's because you didn't join the military, right? Oh, whoa. I, uh, you, know, <laughs> you can only pick on them on their terms. And I, and I pick on them all the time. And like I said, most of them are good dudes. And everybody at from the <clears throat> consensus agreed with me that, you know, um, it's, it's, the, it's the same thing as overseas. It's the guys walking around in alleys on convoys just waiting to get blown up that get fucked, you know. The, spe the special operations guy that hit a target, they don't have as much damage because as a street cop, you're reacting all the time. Um, and that the whole point of that reel was to show that we need to have tactically sound guys integrated in tactical street uh, squads, right? So if, if something happens, you got a guy that knows this shit. Hey, get over there. Get over here, you know, um, and work it that way. But um, I did a stand on the team for a while and uh, – I just don't think like those guys, um, which we'll get into more later on in, in the episode. But uh, I had a great time. I learned a lot. Uh, I'm still in better shape than most of them. <laughs> so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Good. But I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. So so I got a couple questions. So one question going in, you know, got to ask a two-way question just because. Um, and I'll ask it and set it up so you have the complete safety net underneath you. But, you know, I've heard you talk in the past. I've heard you say, you know, everybody, because it doesn't matter what line of work you do. Everybody has that line that's drawn. And everybody knows, like, hey, if it gets to this point right here, I'm going to have to make some decisions. So... 
I don't think it would ever happen, but you know, would you be close to your line as, as, you know, as, as crazy as these, um, I don't know, all these gun laws, these crazy gun laws are going into effect. Like if you guys actually had to start, you know, doing knocks and saying, Hey, we saw that you bought this thing, you know, and you know, you, you're not allowed to have that anymore. We're going to have to take that from you. Like have, I don't think we're close. We keep thinking, you know, people like to scare you and say, oh, we're getting close to that. Oh, we're getting close to that. But I think there's a line where most people just would say, yeah, you know what? I'm I'm not fucking doing that. Well, but there's like, the, the type of cop out there that would not do that. Are, I'm telling everybody now, it's 2023 by 2030, the type of cop that's out there that will put his badge on the, on the desk and say, I'm not doing that is going to be few be and far retired. between. They'll be gone. And you'll have a bunch of people that uh, will work and do whatever government tells them to do. That being said, is there a time and place for the shot heard around the world? I don't know. That's every. It's just like you said. Every man. That's every man's decision. You're gonna have to live with that. Uh, your values, you know. But I will say, as of right now, you are not going to find cops uh, coming to your door and taking your guns because of two reasons. One is they're constitutionalists, and it's not their fucking job to worry about your goddamn guns. Two, they're scared oh, yeah. you're gonna fucking kill them. They're scared you're gonna yeah. kill them. And if yeah. if if whatever we need to have to keep uh, government troops from you know stateside troops coming in and taking your guns away from you, whatever that fear is, whatever reasoning keeps them away from your door, so be it. Let's just leave it at that. You know what I'm saying? Like I know there's people right. out there that would never, ever, 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 ever dream of killing a law enforcement officer. But have you ever pushed that person to the point where they're about to snap? Like killdozer, you know. So, yeah. oh yeah, oh, <laughs> we yeah. don't want to find out yeah. what you know no. the guy who just wants to be left alone. Like you just, oh yeah, because like sometimes you don't poke you know, the bear. Yeah, so like we've like I don't know. I guess in my area in Nashville, like we have experienced a shit ton of news for the past year when it comes to police officers. So. <laughs> You know, it first started with the chick from Laverne who was like, who she was basically like sleeping with all her other cops. She friends. was a go-getter. She was just a team player. Here's the thing. I love my female I've never cops. wanted to be a I, cop so bad in my life. I support all cops. I support Dude. all female cops in all reality. But, I mean, that is a thing that goes on in every agency. There's always that one girl that's getting... You know, getting the dick from everybody. That's not a, that's a, that's a very common thing in our line of work. I mean, I'm Adam sure and military, military, same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so that poor girl, you know, and then of course the chief knew nothing of it, and it was like a, it was like, a, I don't know. <laughs> oh, he knew plenty. Like, he knew plenty. Dude, that agency had like 28 people. So like, you didn't know what's up. So then, then we go, you know somber mood then we get into we had you know we were involved nationwide news you know we had the shooting at our school one of our schools out here yeah and dude other than the shooting itself the way the cops handled like bro i was like i was standing up like applauding everyone yeah. was like this is so terrible and yeah it's terrible but it was something like 17 minutes or some bullshit from the time the call was made until the suspect was neutralized yeah and not picking on Uvalde, not picking on all that other shit, but like 
that's what has to happen. You have to say like, all right, you know, that's what you signed up for. Like, yeah. And, and you got to go. Now I understand it happens and you can get cold feet, but like, no, that's how it's can't. supposed to be. You can't get cold feet. And uh, some of the cop <clears throat> culture of wanting your cops to be Mr. Rogers, um, it, it, you have to be okay with having a coffee, laughing with somebody in the next, and within the next four minutes of your future, you're pulling the trigger switch. on an active shooter. Right. And it's, you have to yep. be okay with yeah. it. And I've done that once where I almost fucking killed somebody at a McDonald's, but turns out they didn't have any hostages. It was a barricade and they were crazy, but we were just chilling in a parking lot, fucking a mile, not even a half a mile from this McDonald's call comes out. People were running out. People are screaming multiple calls. Anytime 911 gets multiple calls, it's real. It's not a fake. Um, yeah. A, you know, he's, a uh, someone's popping off rounds inside McDonald's. We get there. Um, uh, we can't hear rounds anymore. So when as we're trained, that's not a, it. You have to determine, is this an active shooter or is this a barricade? As When you get there, that's on you because whatever you do is going to eliminate the problem or press the issue. It do, so we determined we couldn't hear shots anymore. Um, we could hear what we thought was two people inside. Turns out this person was so nuts they were talking to themselves in different voices. So we asked the people running out, Hey, who's in there? It's just him. We got multiple accounts. It's just him. They thought it was a guy, short-haired girl with a ball cap. Um, it's just him. It's just him. We heard no more shots. Sur surround it. It's a barricade now. There's no reason to go in there because there's no innocent people in there. And it, it turned into a big surround and SWAT had to get called out. And they had to. So with that, though, I was prepping to go in through that threshold as soon as I heard a gunshot and I was going to go kill this person. It was non-negotiable. As soon as you heard that yeah. pop, it was go, it was go time. Um, and that's just really hard. And then I had a position on a window where she was shooting off rounds outside at, as we were all surrounding the building. And I was like, if she comes across my site with Duh. a gun in her hand, she's going to, I'm going to have to kill her. And and I remember that that was fine. All of that was fine. The dump the next day, not like me taking a dump, but the adrenaline, whatever it was like, I had a splitting headache. I couldn't think. It's just it, heavy, man. It was just so much emotion. What do you, I don't know what you call that. Maybe it's yeah. adrenaline. And then the next day you're just like fucking done. And so to go back to Mike's statement is that, yeah, you have to be able to do that. And sometimes, um, when I don't, you know, when I'm not flowery and I'm not like, ah, you know, at work, it's because some days you're just like, if I have to pick one, that I have shit's to hard pick to one. handle. Yeah. Well, that so. shit would have been avoided if they'd have just fixed the fucking ice cream machine. That's, <laughs> That's what the stem of the whole goddamn <laughs> well, problem. And, if and one of the ice cream machine would have worked, they would have never the, gotten pissed. One of the three oh, cops no. shot inside, uh, you know, the, we, we returned fire and not me, but a couple, uh, no, <laughs> nobody hit anything. But I was like, man, you probably <laughs> just yeah. shot, you Dude, probably just shot the assistant. fucking ice cream machine. <laughs> it started working again, so she <laughs> de-escalated. She was like, all right, fuck it. I'm cool. Yeah, or, 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 or I'll bring it back leave. to you guys. I'll bring it back to you guys. That problem could have been fucking stopped if somebody had a gun inside that store. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. So and Florida a is civilian is going to be under less I mean, scrutiny. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, but we're going to get fucking sued depending on where you live. You're going to get the civil suit from the family. That yeah. shit's gay. But um, anywho, but what that what I was Stand going to was we had the Laverne lady. Then we have the school shooting. And now it's kind of like 
full circle because I don't know if you saw the news or not yet, Tyler, but uh, it's hitting national headlines now. Today. Today. But uh, yesterday, there was a shelter in place. That first police department where the chick worked was Laverne Police Department. So Laverne issued, and I got the alert yesterday, they had a shelter in place because, ironically enough, the police chief for Nashville has an estranged son he hasn't talked to in 10 years. And this dude is a, he's just like a convicted criminal, like life offender. And he got stopped by some cops over a stolen car and homeboy pulled a gun out and shot both of them. One got shot in the leg and in the forearm and another guy took one in the shoulder. But basically the police chief in Nashville who did a bang up job on the school shooting, his kid just shot people in that Laverne Police Department. Shot cops. Um, like, shot yeah. cops. And he's yeah. the son of a cop. And so now, like, of course, it's election, so we just got a new mayor. And oh, the police man. chief's like, oh, hell, he's estranged. I don't like him. Like, we need to put him in jail. And the new mayor's like, man, like, I just got voted <clears throat> in, like, three weeks ago. And <laughs> the hell all is I can place? say is he's, <laughs> like, a pretty stand-up dude. Like, hey, everybody's entitled to, like, you know, you can only raise your kids so far, but yeah, it's you like, can, damn, you can pick your like, friends, you can't pick your family. So, yeah, but it's like, man, I bet that would be hot water. Like your chief's kid. That happens more than you know. Cops. That happens more than you know. Yeah. Um, the, the county I live in, I don't work in the county I live in, uh, fled from cops. His son, the sheriff's son fled from cops just recently. Cause he, the, you know, you, like you said, you can't some, if you have five kids, statistically one of them is probably going to be a turd, you know? It, it, yeah. Yeah, but. just don't have kids. Didn't you guys also have the? Yeah. Like, not, maybe maybe not Nashville, but Tennessee. Didn't they have the five cops that like beat a guy to death or some shit like that? Oh, that was in Memphis, but yeah, that was some bullshit too. And that was over some cop was like killed some dude because like they were hollering at the same chick or something, and the dude they killed basically like man, like he was on his street trying to run home, and they basically oh that was terrible. Was it? I didn't. I, yeah. I remember it didn't go anywhere because everybody was black, and they were like, "Well, the narrative doesn't really fit. We need him to be white." So, <laughs> yeah, no, but like, dude, I think those dudes are all. I think all those dudes are like in jail right now. Yeah, like, and they should be. I mean, yeah, they should be. I feel bad for the guys that you know, the dude that started it and called all his other buddies. Like, man, all he has to do is like not tell them the full truth. And just kind of lie a little bit. And if these guys come in and help contribute and all of a sudden they're going to jail for murder and they're like, wait a minute, I didn't know any of this. I'm not saying that's what happened, but like, yeah, that'd be some shit. Yeah. As so a cop, all you have is all you have is your badge. You earned your badge. Um, a lot of cops do dumb shit. We make fun of them all the time on the show. Um, doesn't mean they need to be like fired. That. No, they do. They, they make mistakes because like you said, you're you're like the QB of your city. You know, everybody wants to know when the cop fucked up. So but um you know, it, I don't know. It's, uh, I, think, I don't know. I think people need to just realize that, man, you know, there's bad cops. There's mm-hmm. bad investment advisors. There's bad religious people. There's bad, you know, government officials. There's bad guys working the, you know, the French fry line at McDonald's. Like, yeah, bad you know, statistically, yeah, statistically, yep. the you, odds of everybody being bad bang up at their job and doing everything the right way. Like that's, well, I that's look impossible. at it. Like, I look at, happen. I look at it like the lawman. I like using that a lot. Um, back in the day when you would have only a couple, um, 
you know what? You might not like me for the decision I'm making and placing you under arrest, but you also trust that I'm not going to go inside your house and steal money that's sitting on the counter when I'm lawfully allowed to be there, right? That, so it's kind of yeah. like it's a it's a it's a fine line where you 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 a, a co- every cop should cherish the the responsibility that he has um, to to do right by people, and and also have to do things to people that they don't particularly like. It's part of the job, um, but. You know, when you do things like if somebody were to call me up and go, yo, uh, let's go fuck with this guy. Um, I have personal issues with him. Hell no, dude. You believe that you need to, you know, it's my job to tell this guy you are fucking up bad, dude. Not only am I not going to do it with you. And as far as cops go too, now there's a trail. You just came to me with something, right? I love you. You're my boy. Yeah. But you just came to me with at best a policy violation and ethics violation. You know, I sound like a square, but this is how you keep your job as a cop. You ride a line. You can be edgy. I can do all the things I want, but I don't do the wrong thing. And when you do the wrong thing and then you ask someone else to do the wrong thing with you, you know, now you just tied in other people. And yeah. I'm telling you, I pick my badge. It's not even about the money. It's not about the benefits. I pick my badge over. I pick anybody else. So if somebody wants to go do some shady shit, and I saw it. Sorry, bro. You did that to you. I didn't I mean, do shit to you. Don't don't be don't be a bitch about it when they ask me, and I'm gonna protect this badge and the and the trust of the people. You know, again, I don't care about the benefits. I don't care about the money. I don't care about losing a job. I care that I this guy would make me quit, would risk my integrity and that that yeah. badge and that trust. You made oh, a yeah. promise. That's the yeah. yeah. That's the blue line. That that really is the blue line, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that's when it's up with the blue line. So I want to ask you as law enforcement, because I have my own beliefs, but in Tennessee and I think in Texas, I'm pretty sure. But Matt, you're going to have to tell me in your state. Oh, I'll tell you. I'm not sure about potato. I'm not sure about Florida. (laughs) Yeah. Potatoes. The answer. The land of freedom, Um, dude. Yeah. The land of Idaho spuds. Um, Mm -hmm. What what are your thoughts? And okay, first off, I guess question. Does Florida have constitutional carry? They just adopted it in July. Okay. So uh, so I have my opinions on constitutional carry personally. They do interfere with my Second Amendment uh, beliefs. I struggle internally. Um, Get this so guy a Biden t-shirt. Me. No, oh, no, no. Fuck you. Oh, fuck no. You. No. Here's why. Okay, so I'll tell you why. I struggle with it because I don't, I have a concealed carry permit. I went through all of the training. I did all that. And I'm not going to say, oh, it's hard training. Like, I went and paid like the hundred bucks to do the class and to get my license. Like, if the hundred dollars is what's keeping you from like getting your license and you're just going to carry because you don't have a hundred bucks, you fucking shouldn't carry in the first place. Second thing is, I truly believe that anybody who wants to carry on a daily basis, and I'll say it all the time, and people can fucking kill me for it. Now, you know what? Fuck y'all. I think that everybody that carries a gun on a daily basis needs to take a life. I don't care if it's, you know, I do care if it's human life, but human, deer, rabbit, fucking fox, coyote, whatever you're doing, like, you need to know the consequences for the tool that you're carrying. Because all too often, now that it's constitutional, you've got these people that are like, it's my fucking right. I can just carry this thing. And yeah, you know what? You can. 
but you don't know the repercussions because you don't see what that bullet actually does to, you know, flesh. You don't see. You see what it does when you hit steel. You see what it does when you hit targets, paper, in a controlled environment. You don't know what that physically does, and you don't know the emotions and the feelings you get afterwards, whether they're high fives or whether they're tears, like, I can't believe a shot Bambi, oh, I'm so bad, whatever, like, fuck that. But I truly think, like, if you want to carry a gun, like, hey, it's your right, but you need to kill something, not a person, but you need to kill something because you need to know, like, shoot that pretty robin at your bird feeder. I don't give a shit. Just shoot something so you know what it does. I don't know. That's why I constitutional carry gets me because it's like, yeah, it's your right, but there's going to be a whole lot of people that are out there carrying guns that have no clue how to use them that are going to pull them for the wrong fucking reason. Tyler, That's what's a great your thought point. on that? That's a great point. I mean, I don't know. Um, I, I, as a cop, um, dealing with it, it, it doesn't really matter to me because the people that had permits to carry the first things out of their mouth was, Hey officer, I'm just letting you know, I have a firearm. I have a permit. Therefore, when you every tell time, me that every time you show you show it to me, we don't touch the gun, wherever the gun is, it stays because that's how confusion yep. happens. Like, do you want me to get it for you? Like, Whoa, you know, nope. Your gun, hands, your on glove box, hands on the guns steering wheel. Yep. That's fine. I, and I'm a good, jo- I'm yeah. a good read of people. And I'm telling you, the statistics of someone telling you I have a gun on me, I have a concealed carry, and you see in it like, oh, okay, yeah, the paperwork, mm-hmm. and then them taking that gun and killing you. There's Slow. just statistically, it's like zero, 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 zero is down the line one. Like, so the people that have guns and want to use them for you, they don't use permits. So it, <laughs> it's like for me as yeah. a street cop, it doesn't matter. Now, when you're talking like as far as a constitutionalist and a, and a person in, a, in, a, in society, I agree. You have, you know, you make 16-year-olds take driver's tests for the fucking weapon they're driving around, you know. You you got people carrying things on them that, you know, not only not only what they could do to somebody, but what somebody could do to you if, you, if you're not, you know, I joke about this, but if you're at Publix, the grocery store, and you go and you raise up and someone sees a huge brick sticking out of your waistband, some people don't like that shit. You Ooh, have to know. so hot. Yeah. You have to know what a gun can psychologically do to people. You have to understand that. If you're going to be a, a, a person that we deem a good uh, protector in society to carry that, which was the permit process. That's what it was. It, it was yeah. to make sure that, yeah. um, you know, you can't pull out your gun and go, you want to say something again, motherfucker? Because that's a fucking felony yeah. in every state. So, yeah. again. Well, yeah, I was going to say the yeah. other thing that I brought up in my class and – I didn't bring it up. The instructor brought it up and he said, by in no way am I giving you legal advice because I'm not a lawyer. But, you know, when you pull that gun out, there are like, first off, don't pull it unless you plan to use it. But secondly, even if you use it justified, there are, there are legal ramifications that could come. Even if you do everything right, Plan on spending 24 to 48 hours in jail. Just plan on it. Mm-hmm. You may not, but plan on it. Plan yeah. on being interrogated. Plan on having it's your okay. life dissected. Do all that, which is fine. Yeah. But the thing is, is I think that when people see constitutional carry, they're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, it's my right. And it sucks because he's no, but everyone has the attention span of a goldfish nowadays. But it's like they don't realize, mm-hmm. oh, wait, nobody told me that I would be subject to an investigation. Yeah. Nobody told me that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm look being looked at as a suspect. Like that's bullshit. It's constitutional carry, and it's like, no, like 
I also like the fact of having a permit. I don't think you should exclude anyone from that. And let you know, if you're a felon that you're excluded, but other than that, like make it affordable, make something. But I think it's in, I think it's a necessity only because people need to know. Cause now in today's age, if you don't spell everything out for someone, then they're always going to play the, they're always going to play the victim. They're always going to say they didn't know. And it's not fucking fair. Yeah. Yeah, so tough, Mike. I That's that. yeah. I, I mean, here, here's here, no, here's the scenario I've always worried about. In all reality, this is a real scenario. I've got I'm, I've got a gun on me, right? It's not the most secured gun to where if I stand on my hands, it's gonna fall out, right? It's just it's clipped in my pants. It's not on a belt secured in a holster, right? What if I have right. to get into a physical altercation that doesn't justify a firearm? Now you're right. you're putting that gun in this fight. Now that person gets your gun, you're done, right? Let's say that person isn't, let's say you're at a bar, you're, you're, you're out with your wife in a bar environment. I know you're not supposed to drink and carry, but let's be real. Everybody drinks and carries. So, um, you know, never, then all never. of a sudden you, <laughs> he said it, not me. <laughs> you got Now you got to, you know, some guy is fucking acting a fool. You got to put hands on him, right? Um, he's drunk. And then all of a sudden it turns into that. Like you have to understand you have a gun on you and this is an equalizer. That's going to, you don't want it. You don't want to use it, but you don't want them to use it. So it's kind of like this weird, like, Hey babe, hold my fucking yeah. gun. You know, I don't know. I've always hold thought my about beard. this. Well, yeah. well, I'm thinking like, situation. well, like seriously, like if Tyler's carrying and I'm not carrying and all of a sudden me and Tyler bump into each other and look at each other wrong at the damn Walmart and we just start wrestling and all of a sudden Tyler's gun hits the ground. This is so there's hot. There's going to be a point. There's Yeah, it is. And, and we're at the Dollar like, General. We were, we're not at the Walmart. Yeah. Okay. We were at Dollar General, and we were in the cosmetics aisle, and, like, baby oil was getting knocked over, and, I mean, Oops. there was shit everywhere. Yeah. And so, you know, all of a sudden that, that gun hits the ground. There's going to be a moment. Like, it's going to be a slow moment moment, like slow motion moment, but there should be a moment where both of us make eye contact. Like, oh. it, it's no longer about... For me personally, it's going to be no longer about, hey, this is like a good old-fashioned fist fight. Yeah. My Dollar number General one priority at this point. Yeah, you know, welcome to Nashville. My number <laughs> one freaking, my number one priority at that point is I'm getting this fucking gun. Yeah. I may not use it, but I'm going to try to kick that son of a bitch down the aisle back to the toy aisle or something like yeah. Dude, we got unless, like, unless unless you got you enough unless you you both fight with such code that you both look at it and go guns out of play and you just keep going. <laughs> like, you know. So you some know, people we yeah. do have yeah. mutual combat. Texas has mutual combat. Mutual combat. Mutual combat in yeah, Texas. Yeah. A cop. I can go to a cop in Texas and be like, "We're sir, officer. We and I don't like this guy. Fuck this dude. He doesn't like me." Mutual combat. We've reached that an cop, That cop can be like, "All right, well, as long as you don't fucking like kill each other." Yeah. And you're not pulling weapons. Y'all can. We, we have the same yeah, thing well, here. If I find out that two people agreed in a fight and one person got fucking butt hurt, I, I still have to do a report and I still have to probably file yeah. charges, but I'm going to make it known that these two people. Now, both people have the right to go, hey, we were just fist fighting. We don't need y'all. We don't need you. Like, okay, I'm out. You know, as long as it's not domestic yeah. in nature, like, you know, but. Exactly. Uh, but it's. But somebody yeah. always fucking gets butt hurt. You know, they lost. Oh so, yeah, who I was gonna lost, say yeah. some dudes, 
A couple of years ago, two dudes got arrested in Arkansas because they both said, like, hell, we want to see if these bulletproof vests work, and they took turns wearing a vest <laughs> while the other one shot the vest. You know what? And they that's... both got arrested and got felonies. And I'm like, that's natural you selection. know what? You play, like, you yeah. play stupid games. You win stupid yeah. prizes. That's, I mean, that's Arkansas. That's what that is. That, that's, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Dar- that's a Darwin effect. Dude, natural selection. Let, let it happen. Like, So, guys, I, I, I love your, both your stances. And it's funny because Mike and I usually agree on everything. And this is that one thing I just I can't agree on because as someone that's sworn to the Constitution so many times, I also don't believe that I should have to pay insurance, car insurance. I don't think that I should have to get licensed for a car. I think that I should be a free human being to do what I want. Now, I, you can argue that all, all right. day, but yes. Fucking sovereign all citizen right. over here. All right. All right. So, <laughs> so here's my response to that, Adam. Here's my response to that then. Why do we need you in your current office of employment then? Why don't we just take people straight from the recruiter and send them overseas? They don't need training anymore. It's not Ooh. required. Ooh. Why like the this. hell do we need you? Yeah, I mean, he does why have do good arguments. Yeah, it's like, a good, it's why a good do argument. I need you then? Because if and, you say, I don't yeah. need to be trained how to use this tool. If yeah. I, okay, we're going to call it a tool. If I want to be an electrician, I have to be an apprentice for a little bit. If yeah. I want to be a police officer, I have to go to the academy. If I want to be a hose dragger, I got to go to that academy. If I want to be a bagger at the local grocery store, there's a fucking training video I got to click through for 30 minutes to go through it and do it. Like, yes, I'm, yeah, I understand. Uh, Ask paper or plastic. So yeah. my question then is, if the, as the constitutionalists and everybody has their rights, yeah. then why the hell do we need to teach these guys how to defend our country? It's just I, their fucking right. I, ha- I have the middle ground. I have the middle over. ground. I have the middle ground. This is what I call... Well, I don't call it this. It is called that. I believe in the social contract theory where we all agree to live amongst one another and we try not to use the government as best as possible. And we all decide through Amen. our states and through our legislator that okay. we determine as a society that we want people to go get trained up on these fucking guns. Right. Um, but it, it's it's just it's when it sounds like it's coming Stop. from your your. Yeah, when, but when it feels like the government's making you do it, that's where yeah. everybody's like, hold on, hold on. I'm agreeing that's to this. That's my problem. I ain't, you ain't, you yeah. ain't telling me to do it. We're getting together. Like it's the just, other thing, yeah, I would be cool even if it was like a free. Let's just say it's free so yeah. it doesn't cost the taxpayer a dollar. Okay. Like, just devote, just devote mm. your four hours on that one Saturday to go through the class. Oh, and if you do that, like... I don't care if it's a like a damn mat. Sorry, fam. Uh, I, I kicked my camera. I kicked it. It was it was on a tripod on the other side he's of the not, table. No, he's out a he's out no. a he's out a good rant and he has to stop. Like, bro, like, what are you fuck, doing? The the Get the fuck the out of here, Mike. I'm done listening to this shit. No, no but like, I don't care. Like, if it's free, like, and you get an ID mm. or you get a fucking mm. participation trophy or what the fuck ever you want to call it, like. If it was free and you didn't have to pay for it, so it was no longer yeah. a service the government profited on, would you change That's my problem? I'm just problem. asking. I think so. I think if – and by the way, Tyler, you just – like what you just said, I want you to be president next. Tyler for president. Tyler for president. That's how I look at cop work. I'm here because the people put me here. So uh, you can't go to your crackhead neighbor down the road who just broke in your shed and steal your power tools and beat his ass. It's against the rules, right? The tribe doesn't want you doing that. You, you, you have police officers that come in and do that and not do that for you. That sounds bad. They arrest this guy. So, but and it's also, and I look at, 
I look at proactivity um, when I go out there and I pull people over and I try to find crime, right? A lot of people don't like that, but I look at it like this. If I can stop a fucking, you know, 55 grams of fucking uh, meth to, to hit the street or I can hit a nice fentanyl pop and 25 people didn't get those fentanyl bags, right? That could have been somebody's fucking kid that got introduced. And that's just my little sliver part for doing my part and what society has asked me to do right so i that's how i look at yeah. cop work i'm here for the people i don't do shit what the government tells me yeah i like yeah. that and uh, that's my i think that's my problem like my problem is like and coming from someone that works for the government that's literally working for the government i don't like the government tell me what to do <laughs> it's such it's no, such a country no, amen brother <laughs> amen I brother but even though my paycheck comes from there you. But I've told you offline, yeah. you know, I've told you offline, like yeah. if someone breaks in my house right now in my house and he's in, like he's breached the door or came through the window or wherever he came through, he's Santa Claus and went down the chimney. Fuck it. Like if he's facing me when I fire, then it is a threat. But if he gets down there and he's like, oh shit, I picked the wrong house and he turns and is hightailing it, but he's still in the house. And that entry wound is through his back. I'm going to jail. Yeah. Because not in Texas. he was not leaving. in fucking Texas. Not in Idaho. Okay. But what I'm <laughs> saying is he was he was de-escalating and he was trying to flee no. is what it's going to be ruled as. And so I'm going to get an unjustified shooting because he was no longer a threat to me. You'll at least go through trial. And that's just a pain mm-hmm. in the ass okay. itself. Right? Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, then it's going to be, oh, so-and-so, you <clears throat> shot so-and-so. You know, and but I, I'm all right. I'm, I'm all about let good marketing. That, let me get that suit. I'm all about good marketing, man. That could up your street cred and your sales would go through the fucking roof. Mike shoots fucking everybody, dude. <laughs> yeah, fucking, he doesn't I'm care if your back's out. turned or not. <clears throat> oh yeah, well, whiskey and windage, baby. So, hell yeah. So you know, my free tip, my free tip out there would get a lot of people. I'll tell you offline my free tip, Tyler, but I won't say it online because uh, it's. It's not a get out of jail free card, but it it definitely helps. There's only uh, one side of the story. Of There's only one side of the story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, my, so, I know Mike's free tip. Yeah. So <laughs> he's had it. He's had it a couple times. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's, all the tips. it's great. It's so good. His tip is amazing. So <laughs> Tyler, now I guess our our last segment I kind of want to roll mm. into and uh, I want to talk about is Punk Farm. And mm-hmm. a a my first question is um, not that we're not that we're fucking <clears throat> killing it or not that we're like the next coming of Joe Rogan or Barstool or anything, but like first off the the question is always like, hey, why us? Like, what did you see? Like, why us? Not to toot our own horn. He saw my nipples because he likes nipples. So, <laughs> oh hell yeah, he saw Adam with those cut off so, teeth, yeah. dude. Tyler, so bro, no, so there's nipples, bro. Yeah. He's all about the nips. I've been. Yeah, I didn't wear my nipple shirt today. I didn't. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I, know. Worn my I promise you, some lady followed me today because she thought <laughs> I was Adam's other account. <laughs> and I was like, nah, nah, I. I I'm, I'm also a oh, he's, he's, he's gonna and she was like start cutting oh. reels. <laughs> I was like, what's I, up, everybody? I'm not Adam. 
<laughs> Yo, here we go. Here. here we go. Here we go. Not here. Here we go. Not I just Adam. To tell you, I I didn't go to the gym today. <laughs> I sat at home all day. Oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah. You know why? Because I was at your mom's house. <laughs> Dude, I, was, I, was, I was just pinch rolling my fucking dick this whole time, so I hope no one saw that. Don't um, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> the dog might have saved you. <laughs> yeah. That That's big ass the head, one yeah. where we go like, yeah, we're, yeah. <laughs> That's where we go. Said, yeah, the dog smelling peanut butter. That's what the dude <laughs> I know that trick. <laughs> Here comes a whiskey part, a whiskey and windage. So, but no, the first thing would be like, okay, why us? And then second off, take your time, like talk about, you know, plug, plug Punk Farm. Talk about it. Let's plug let's, us, Daddy. I'll plug let us. you have the floor. <laughs> um, I mean, Punk Farm kind of came to me. Um, I, I, I feel like everybody here, we, we don't, we're not those guys that go push Jesus in your face, but to some extent, I feel like, you know, there's everybody, most people believe that there's a God. And it just all kind of fell into place. Everybody I talked to uh, was like, that's fucking crazy that you hit us up because we're in a really vulnerable time or like a we're kind of feeling like, you know, we want to we want to jump. We're getting froggy. And so I I, I was like, I'm sick and tired of. Uh, OK, so the whole story was I my anti-hero podcast signed with a media company called C minus media. Um, they run essentially it's failure to stop uh, podcast. Um and I was talking to him about getting new talent on, and he's like, "We we just don't have the funds, bro." And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "We got we got to pay people. Like, I can't just be. This isn't fucking like." He was like, "This night at the March of Dimes, dude. Like, we can't just be. Pl- yeah, podcasts come up. They, they start and they fail. They flop because you start to see who's dedicated and who's not. It's very cut and dry. It's like coming out for game day and who trained and who didn't. Right. So, um, so I was like. That makes perfect sense, but there's got to be a farm club. Like, there's got to be something where even the most top-notch athletes sometimes have to go play in farm clubs so that they can fine-tune their skills, uh, get some connects, get some, you know, get, and then eventually when the majors call in a year or two, you know, so, and and everybody still goes to farm club baseball games. They're fucking, what, 15 bucks a ticket. You still have a great time. It's the local home team, you know, so. moms love them. What's your team? (laughs) Are you, are you, where are you at in Florida? Are you Jacksonville area? No, I'm in Orlando area. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah we, we, I farm team. I just saw Jacksonville play the other day before the season ended. But anyway. Oh yeah. So, I mean, but Hollywood has it. They have the B movies, right? They have the movies you don't watch, but essentially that's where young actors go cut their teeth before they make it in the big time. Right. And I was like, there's none of this for podcasting. There's none of it is you grind, you make a fuck ton of mistakes uh, you do things the wrong way for a long time before you finally figure it out because no one's helping you. And and then somebody goes, we'll take you. And then you don't know your worth. You don't know, well, all of a sudden now somebody wants me. You're, fl- you're flattered. You're scared. You're like, where were you a month ago? Where were you a year ago? You know, and so now you're like, okay, now somebody's trying to, now somebody's trying to capitalize off what I did, which is good. That's what business is, right? But if you don't yep. have any experience in that game, it's weird. You're like, well, who's this motherfucker coming in, right? You know, especially when historically, you that's when Adam says, "I love you." When someone <laughs> says, "I want you," that's, that's when Adam says, "I love you." But uh, yeah. So I was like, well, fuck it, man. I'm gonna start a farm club of. You know, I told the CEO of C minus Media, I was like, hey man, I'm gonna start a farm club, and I'm gonna pop out one fucking polished turd that you're gonna go. 
And we're interested, right? Yeah. And so I was like, but I need to get a competing pool of not really. I'm sorry, a competing pool so much as a a pool of podcasts that are different enough, but help each other when when someone needs help, we help them um, motivate each other. Uh, kind of see what what can be for you if somebody's really really doing a lot better. What is this person doing, right? Hosts, guests, all these things that are are kind of hard. You know, I know we both went on uh, talks with Taylor. I didn't even know you guys were on there until I was on his podcast, and I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. You know, so oh, it was it? No, it wasn't you guys. Sorry, it was the Wiseman, which is another no. show. Yeah, but um, but I I, I hit up all kid. these shows, and and it was everybody that um I knew had something or had a grind at least had a grind. They might, their final product might not be like, you know, perfect yet, but with their grind and their attitude, much like you guys in just what, three, four weeks, what the progress that just, and I don't want to say like, Oh, you guys are getting better. Like just everything changes when you put up a reel and you look at a reel from when you first started, you know, things are different. Now you guys are figuring out what's working colors, pop sounds like, what to use when I started cutting reels, I was like, I was putting boring shit in there that no one cared about. And I was like, I put a funny one up there once I put a funny one up there once that really had nothing to do with the, the content and right. people liked that. Right. And then that dragged them like, to the content. Funny. You got a Tom Cruise. So, them. so you got uh, Tom Cruise them all day, you know, and essentially that's what punk farm is. I, I hit up five, um, five shows, um, talks with Taylor, which is a really cool conspiracy slash Christian show. Uh, on Mondays, you guys on Tuesdays are two A show. This is probably one of the most entertaining two A shows I've listened to or watched. And you guys are only in what your first month. Cheers, if appreciate that. that. So Great episode five. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we so we drop we drop Tuesday, so we drop in two days our fourth show. So we will be a month in when you drop. Yeah, yep. and um, you know, on Wednesdays there's a barbell. The, it, it, He's Barbell Battalion on Instagram, but uh, Above the Standard Podcast. He's awesome. No, he's, a, he's awesome. Um, and, 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 you know, and he's looking for guests, and I'm like, boom, look at this. I got three motherfucking guests right now. He wants to talk about Dude, inspiration I mean, and motivation. Spot on. Yes. Um, so, oh, yeah. We got Adam. Uh, he can do fuck, yeah. The Wise Men, which is uh, – they're, they're firefighters, but they don't – you know, to me, if you can get on a podcast in which you guys – well, not so much, Mike, but with you <laughs> – I'm, I'm just saying if you can if you can create a podcast that's not about your line of work i'm guilty of it mike i did the same thing my whole podcast is about being a cop in a, in a vet right so i could talk for days i don't got to do any research i don't got to do anything because it's all coming from inside my brain but you know these firefighters they have a they have a uh uh a podcast about conspiracies and demonic possession and stuff and all that crazy government shit that and it has nothing to do with firefighting. And I thought that was really cool because most people that have an interesting job, like all of us, you know, we want a podcast about it because it's easy, you know? Yeah. You know? And then on Fridays is my, my, my new show with my bro where we just fucking make fun of culture, essentially, you know, just the ridiculousness of people. Dude, some of those, some of the dude, some of the stuff y'all talk about, yeah, dude, listening to that, awesome. I die. Like listening, listening to him talk about a grown man eating a booger the other day. I was like, <laughs> oh my God. Or like, I mean, you, oh you, I mean, God. you didn't mean to, but you, you put a pedo, you put a lawyer that was worse than a pedo. And I was like, no, I didn't mean that. It was fucking awesome. Well, my chain, my chain, when I was thinking of it, I was thinking of yeah. the bottom, the bottom of the ladder, like, yeah. the, you know, and he got the, I guess he it was got the scale switched. 
But it yeah. pissed me off because I was going for I was going for oh, a real. Fuck. I knew in my head I'm like this is gonna bang, and he kept interrupting oh, me. I'm like, he, fucking he shut up. You. He, yo, your <laughs> fucked you on that one. Oh yeah. But I that's think you're right. Though. I think we need to jump on each other's podcast. I think we need to support each other, and uh, I think we're down for that. Dude, I'll talk mm -hmm. conspiracy shit, bro, all day. I love it. Yeah, Dude, I the love ice that. Real. Go. The Earth is flat, bro. The ice wall is a thing, and the the world is flat, bro. I'm down. No. Yeah, so my biggest conspiracy theory, because you know I'm getting fucking old now, so, uh, you know, I I had to go to a physical, and I did all my stuff, and I was telling yeah, them, like, I don't sleep good. I'm... No, but, like, no, it's, it's real, conspiracy. My fucking doctor's finger in my bow, I don't know if that's a conspiracy or what. Nah. Hell no, that's a fucking date. Uh, so, real, yeah, real. so, no, but, like, I told him, like, yeah, I snore, and he was like, all right, let's do a sleep study. So I did it. They're like, yeah, you got sleep apnea. And I was like, all right, cool. And they're like, here's this freaking machine. And I was like, all right, thanks. You know, that'll make me sexy. But the thing I found out is, have you ever met someone who took a sleep study and they said you don't have sleep apnea? That's how they introduced the nanobots into you, bro. Through the mask. <clears throat> yeah, bro. I mean, oh, how my ass? Okay, well. <laughs> okay. Well, my question is like, when he, when he, like, he tested your sleep apnea, what do they put in your mouth? <laughs> no so, so no so what they did was it was a uh that was for my colonoscopy but <laughs> oh, okay, uh, okay. for the sleep apnea no it was a home kit but yeah like oh, when i first got my prostate home yeah kit. when i first got my prostate examined like i was like all right cool let's do this and i was like all right he's like take your pants off and i was like yes sir where do i put them and he was like man just put them over there next to my pants and lean over the table. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it worked out great. I can't believe I Mike paid somebody to watch him sleep. I could have done it for free. No, but that dude, yeah, that, that colonoscopy guy, he doesn't fucking like me. I fucking mm. showed up there like three times a week, and he nice. told me to fucking find a new doctor. So, uh, Tyler, 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 what do you, uh, Tyler, before we, since we're talking about plugging, literally, uh, Tyler, what do you want to plug? <laughs> um, I'm terrible at plugging my, my merch line. So I own a, uh, an apparel company called, let's let him finish it. Sorry, boys. That one caught me a little <laughs> off guard. My, my man's over here fucking dying and trying to keep it together. <laughs> All right. Cheers. Let's see if I can drink you on the right tube this time. Let him finish off. it. That's what I tell all, all the guys. <laughs> Plug his nose right. and make him swallow. That's what the doctor told me. But uh, I have an apparel company called Refracted Wolf Apparel. I've had it for like two years. Um, but it's it's a it's a culture company. It's like an it's an like an outsider apparel line, right? So it's not for cops. It's not for military. It's like it's it's for the people that are um, that are in this community. You know, like kind of like an outsider community. Like you you know the people that wear like grunt style, and you're like fag. You know, like made in China. Made in China. Yeah. Yeah, it's fucking funny yeah. though because I just photoed a shirt today, photographed a shirt today. We had the shoot uh, earlier today, and um, the only reason why I'm not wearing it is because I got the print. The printers only had limited to give me, and they can't give me the rest till Monday. But I had to sh photograph them today, so I only got one large, and my one of my models was a large. So I had to let him uh, have the one in large. So I don't have it in large, and I'm not going to try and fit in a fucking medium on this show. So. Come but on, if you, have, if you have, uh, damn, if you got an eight, if you got an eight T, you can send it to Adam. 
Hey, cut it up. If it's too small, cut it up. That buys you some extra inches, dude. S-C-H-M. So, oh, yeah. He doesn't... They don't even Medium. connect at the bottom. It's just like a fucking... It's like a fucking trash bag you cut a it's hole like in. It's like a G-string like, right. for it'll, it'll your upper look... body. Yeah. Look, yeah. I'll make it look good. good, though. But, uh, we'll send you a t-shirt, though. I've got t-shirts in the works. T-shirts are coming. Oh, yeah. Let me I'll 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 rock that t-shirts. on Antihero. Yeah, no, it's, I have thongs, it'll be the whiskey. Just make sure it's used. <laughs> yeah, I don't want any fresh ones, bro. I want, I want, I want one that's oh, been man. fucking used for about twelve hours a day. I got you. I got you, bro. That's 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 oh, every night. But, I uh, wear every thong backwards. You're good. But uh, my, so the apparel line is called Refracted Wolf Apparel, and what this means is that you know, um, and I mean this about people in society in general. This isn't just cops and military. It's like I don't want a like a sheepdog or a protector, right? Um, what like uh, like my kid's school, right? I don't want some guy that's just gonna do the bare minimum. I want a straight fucking assassin. I honestly feel that the sheep, right? Ninety eight percent of our of our population is the sheep. It is what it is. They don't want to carry guns. They don't. They want to be ignorant to crime. They want to be ignorant to bad people. Um, that's fine. That's their right. There's the other two percent. Of, of society that that makes sure that they're good um i would say 1.5 percent of them of that two percent are sheepdog-esque people they keep the flock <laughs> guarded they keep the wolf in the woods right the wolf ain't coming in um then there's the people out there that not only d- defend from the wolf but they go out and they get the wolf they have to right um you know and so i was like man i uh, you, you need like a refracted wolf, you know, you need like a wolf that's like, you know, and I'm thinking of guys like us, man, we're not perfect people, you know, you know, we're not the, we're not the, you know, like collared wearing like church goer, you know, like, oh, I don't drink alcohol anymore, you know, like, you know, like every, like every fucking just good guys and bad guys, they want to fuck, fight and shoot, you know, they, they want to do those things yeah. too, right? So, you know, kind of like, um, Almost like an outlaw, mm-hmm. right? You know, the, the outlaws that we admire so much. Yeah. Like what he did there. That was actually really good. <laughs> but I had no I had no shirts for the 2A community, right? I got a lot of requests for them, but I was like, well, I guess, you know. And I was like, what shirt would I fucking wear that I would rock that says, I'm not a, I hate, I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not going to make a gun shirt just to, to sell gun shirts, right? This comes from my brain. And I remember thinking... Uh, a while ago, like I might not be a gun guy, but I'll always have my peace on me, no matter where it is, where it, no matter where I'm at, I don't care. Unless I'm at fucking swimming at the beach and I literally can't have it on my person, I'm always gonna have one because that's my responsibility, not only to my family and my son, but to the rest of society. That's that's not even as a cop, I'm gonna always be carrying right. So I was like, the story behind the shirt too. Somebody sent me a text or a story or something. They said, "Forever hold your peace," and they spelled mm-hmm. peace wrong. And I was like, oh, they spelled it like P-I-E-C-E. So I was like, bro, yeah. that would make the most banging shirt ever. I so like I have that. forever, forever oh, hold shit. your peace. Damn, you know, it's got this son. On the back. That's slapping. This... Yo, you... Okay, so, we're, we're getting those. We're, we're getting those. Yeah, we're getting that's those. My... Hey, Matt, Matt and Adam's on that shit. Yeah, if you so, got an extra fat, send it my You way. got two new uh, ambassadors. I got, I go all the way up to 3X, bro. Extra fat and eight T. I got you too. (laughs) Can you get him? Can you get him in tall sizes? XLTs. Let's go. He's fucking bougie. This fucker's bougie. He's like, I I like. Can I have mine tailored, bro? When you're six and a half feet tall, it's fucking. 
It's ridiculous. Bro, just be fucking oh. Tom Cruise size. You're fine. Just Tom Cruise, um, everybody? I got you. But, uh, but before, before I forget, anybody that listening that wants to order from the website, um, I think by the time this episode goes up, um, these will be out, I think. Hell yeah. But if you ever go to the website, just use my podcast, Antihero, and the, as a promo code, you get 15% off. And then if you order multiple things and you go above 50, shipping's free. So there's ways to save oh, if you yeah. shop smart. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, what else was I going to ask you? I had one other question to ask. but Six and a half. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's I'm that's, honest. That's, I'm an that's, honest person. So wait, wait. Is that, is, that, is that from the base or from the butthole? I'm yeah, so, from the butthole. Because that shit yeah. goes halfway in you. Just pushing all the pubes down. <laughs> I, it's respectable. I mean, it's respectable. That's a that's my, that's a that's you. It's a lot to work. look. That's that's a good. That's good. You boys, you boys were you boys are sitting over here thinking in length. Homeboys talking diameter, baby. That's what that's what little people say. <laughs> He's yeah, talking like, diameter. That's so that stuff is just like I ain't working with much, but it's as big around as a tuna can. Well, if you guys have, if, in all reality, I drive a Dodge Ram that's got six inches of lift and thirty-five inch tires on it. So you can probably, oh, you know, I'm, oh, so I'm compensating. So, so it's more like five inches. Oh, he is president. He is president of the small penis fan club. Yeah, I drive a 1992 Accord that today crossed 292,000 miles. Okay, so Matt, Matt just said he's, dude, yeah, right? it doesn't yeah. surprise me with all of the fucking antiques behind him. Shitbox like... lifestyle, baby. Shitbox <laughs> lifestyle. So I was going to say, Tyler, so I drive, I drive a Ford, mm-hmm. uh, I drive an F-250 uh, four-door and it's, it's, it's lifted eight inches oh, to yeah, 35. Baby. So oh, yeah. I'm a small penis it's fan an club F-250, too. you're probably um, a two-incher. What are you driving, Adam? <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, yeah, yeah. Ge- bro. Cause like, oh, he's uh, Kia Soul all the bro, way. I'm gonna tell you, I, I have this thing called alimony and child support, um, and <laughs> they got me. The, she got me. She won. She got me bent over. I drive a oh, paid off scooter, 2009 Hyundai Sonata that has some like it's not it's not cool, but if it's my yeah, you know, it's paid off. But have you ever seen a baby's arm holding an apple? <laughs> Every morning. Every fucking morning. <laughs> well, gentlemen, gentlemen, I think we're out of time today, but uh, Tyler, we thank you for coming on. We appreciate you bringing us to Punk Farm. You're awesome, dude. I really do. You're, yeah, you are daddy. Glad, you are. I, you are. You are the, the podcast daddy. You guys are doing phenomenal, and it's only a matter of time before we have to have that conversation where you're leaving. So that's that's a good thing. Donald, that's a good. That's the whole no, point. No, we're gonna be Jerry McGuire. You're gonna show us the money. <laughs> show us the money, right? He's coming with me, man. <laughs> yeah, or show us your monkey. Either way, like yeah, show me way. the that's monkey. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, well, fuck. I guess uh, on behalf of Tyler from Antihero and Matt from Burning Powder and Adam from Silver Bullet, I am Mike from OCA, and we will catch you guys on the next one. Thanks, Later. everybody. <laughs>